Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is August 12th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10. Coin market cap starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $11,768.35. For a 3.8% loss. And in second place, we have Ethereum settling at $410.51 for a 4.2% loss. Third place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.29 for a 6.9% loss. And in fourth place, we have USDT Tether settling at $1 for a 0.3% gain. And in fifth place, we have Chainlink settling at $15.57 for a 10% loss. Sixth place, we have Bitcoin Cash. Settling at $296.05 for a 6.7% loss. Seventh place, we have Cardano settling at $0.13 for a 5% loss. And in eighth place, we have Litecoin settling at $62.94 for a 5.1% loss. In ninth place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision settling at $209.45 for an 8.3% loss. Tenth place, we have Bitcoin, uh, Binance Coin settling at $22.44 for a 4.1% loss. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10. Your overall market cap is at $375.9 billion for an overall 4.3% loss. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. And don't forget to collect your daily candies, which I'm doing right now. With that said, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. Russian proposes a national tool to track your Bitcoin. According to the local publication RBC on Tuesday, the Russian Financial Monitoring Service Rashvin Monitoring proposes an artificial intelligence tool to trace Bitcoin transactions in the country. Regulators have teamed up with the Physical Institute at Moscow University to develop a transparent blockchain project that uh, analyzes Bitcoin transactions to map users' behavior. It is based on a similar system deployed earlier this year to track drug trafficking in the country, the report stated. Alright, hey, that's not a bad idea. I mean, well... I guess it depends on what they're trying to do with it, right? Next news written by Scott Cipollina. CoinMarketCap is now paying you to learn about crypto. CoinMarketCap has launched CoinMarketCap Earn, a platform that will pay users to learn more about crypto assets. Band Protocol, the Sequoia-backed cross-chain data oracle, will be the first asset featured on the platform. Incentivizing crypto asset education is a growing trend. In June 2019, Coinbase launched Coinbase Earn, which paid users in crypto to engage in educational content, and was a big success. CoinMarketCap is the most commonly used 
crypto data site, so its earned platform should bring crypto education to millions more people. That's awesome. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to check that out. Let's get a sip of water here. Next news, written by Liam Frost. A DeFi farmer pumped $11 million into unaudited platform Yam. A user who transferred 30,000 wrapped Ethereum worth roughly $11.4 million in a single transaction to an experimental and unaudited decentralized finance protocol, Yam, today, according to analytics platform Nansen. Yam and Yam is an experimental DeFi yield farming protocol that is mashing up some of the most exciting innovations in programming, money, and governance. Its, de its developers explained in a Medium post, the platform rewards those who stake tokens on the network in its native Yam token. Even though Yam was developed in just 10 days, wow! Users eagerly deposited $76 million worth of crypto in less than an hour after its launch yesterday. And that figure surged to $390 million today, according to Nansen. That is insane! Jeez. Yam is a fascinating example of three defining char uh, characteristics of DeFi. Community, composability, and speed. The community rallied around Yam from the moment they launched the Medium article. Alex Savinik, Savinvik, Savinvik, a data scientist and co-founder of Nansen, told Decrypt. Wow, that is insane. Wow. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Ethereum's unknown supply puts its users at risk, says Pierre Rochard. Pierre Rochard, Bitcoin strategist at crypto exchange Kraken, has claimed that the difficulty of auditing Ethereum supply carries a big risk for those who use the network. Today, Rochard spoke to Morgan Creek Digital co-founder Anthony Pompliano on the Pompt podcast laying out the potential risk, especially once Ethereum 2.0 is in its place. It introduces a vulnerability whereby your ETH could get diluted and you're really in the dark as to whether you're buying ETH, said Rochard asking. Are you actually receiving legit ETH or is this fractional reserved ETH that was kind of created out of thin air? Ooh, good question. Rochard, who kickstarted the debate over Ethereum's total supply last week, ended up paying Mark Andre Dumas, senior integration specialist at MakerDAO, 1 million satoshis, which are the smallest amounts of Bitcoin, for coming up with the code to calculate it. But the answer that the code produced differed from data on, anal on analytics sites, leading to even more confusion. The debate continues to rage over what Ethereum's total supply is, or whether it even matters. Hmm, interesting. So that's the big question. What is Ethereum's total supply? Next news, written by Adriana Hamacher. Tor and, what is that, Siphon? Activist surges in protest-stricken Belarus. Privacy browser Tor has seen a surge of activity, activity from Belarus, where thousands took the streets for the third night running on Tuesday while police responded with live ammunition. Wow, here's a chart of the bridge users from Belarus and it looks like users were on average I don't know it looks like about 2,000 2,000 users and just recently it spiked up from 2,000 users up to nearly 10,000 almost overnight that's insane 
Internet con connectivity and cellular service has been down in the Eastern Europe na nation since Sunday evening. The blackout is widely believed to be government-imposed, a result of widespread, right, widespread social unrest after a controversial presidential election saw Europe's last dictator, Alexander Lukashen Lukashenko, re-elected. The governmental monopoly on internet connection sucks because huge amounts of people in the country were totally disconnected. Uh, Curly Laptanovich, a software developer working in Belarus, told Decrypt. Wow. Hey, that's... That's crazy. That is crazy. Hopefully they have... Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin stashed away. Next news written by Robert Stevens. Crypto trading on Revolt booms despite $140 million in losses. Times are tough for London-based challenger Bank Revolut, which on Monday reported that annual losses in 2019 were triple those of 2018. Despite the losses, more people are using it than ever and its nascent crypto business has exploded. According to its yearly financial report, customers held 93 million dollars, 93 million pounds worth of cryptocurrencies, approximately 20, 121 million dollars as of December 31st, 2019, about 2.5 times more than that at the end of 2018, when the bank held 37 million pounds worth of customers' cryptocurrencies. All right. The board wrote in a letter today dated July 2020 that revenues has fallen due to COVID-19 it makes a much uh, it makes much of its money through currency exchanges but interest has declined due to the pandemic however some products such as crypto trading have been positively impacted by COVID-19 in the short term wow yeah i'm sure there's a lot of businesses out that are that are impacted by COVID-19 <sighs> oh let's see which ones make it out at the end of all this next news written by Matthew DeSalvo Chainlink surge, surge drives DeFi market cap to all-time high $13 billion. The market cap of the decentralized finance tokens has continued surge passing the $13 billion mark today with no sign of slowing down. Chainlink still takes the lead as the king token with its price rocketing, rocketing, rocketing nearly 20% in 24 hours to $15.64 according to CoinGecko data. At the time of writing, the total market cap of DeFi was over $13.4 billion. That's an increase of 23.5% since Sunday, where the total market cap of the industry stood at $10.85 billion. Wow, that's crazy. It's nonstop. Next news written by The Defiant. Yam. The emoji has, has drew $400 million in less than a day. No one knew Yam Finance before yesterday at 5 p.m. UTC when the team tweeted its first and only Medium article explaining the project they launched two hours later. The token was born with zero value and without an audit. As the Medium post specified, still yet, still, still, yield farmers couldn't get enough yams and according to Etherscan, $90 million was deposited in the protocol within the first 90 minutes while Yam price jumped to 50 die which sounds a lot more impressive when you take into account it was supposed to be pegged to $1. Less than 24 hours later, more than $400 million has been deposited in YAM's smart contract, and YAM has climbed to $95. The only purpose of, 
of these pools of tokenish to get yam re rewards which are producing double digit weekly returns wow hey that's that's a good return yeah if it's actually legit that's a good return next news written by alexander Bechrans. ethereum dex trading hits nearly a half billion dollars in 24 hour volume Decentralized crypto exchanges are rapidly gaining ground on their centralized counterparts. Decentralized exchanges have processed more than $420 million in trading volume over the last 24 hours, according to data gathered from Dune Analytics. That's a growth rate of more than 20% over the last week. The recent increase in Ethereum's DEX volume saw more than $4.4 billion in value trading in July, with more than $3.1 billion captured already in less than halfway through the month of August. For context, $420 million in a single day is more than DEXs pooled in an entire month back in June 2019. And $4.4 billion for the month of July this year is more than decentralized exchanges had generated for all of 2020 up to June. Wow. That's... Crypto is going... It's, it's insane. It's, it just keeps going up. It's good. It's good if, you, uh, if you're a hodler. No. Capitalize on. Next news written by Alexander Behrens. Overnight, DeFi success Yam Finance alerts users to bug. What? There is a bug in the Yam Financial Protocol, the day old yield farming mashup project delivering the latest astronomical annualized returns in, in the booming DeFi industry. Yam Finance tweeted the discovery earlier today, alerting users to an error leading to unintended token supply growth that would benefit the governance controlled reserve. The extra token accumulated would capture an increasing amount of the overall YAM market cap, reducing the value of all other users' tokens over time. In response, developers are asking early adopters to put their governing power to use implementing a temporary fix requiring at least 175,000 votes to activate the proposal. It's another early stress test of the power of distributed governance and an example of developers working together with a community that has taken root literally overnight. Wow, that is crazy. Imagine that. You got to be careful. You got to be real careful. Real, real, real careful. Not to lose that money. You don't want it to get hacked. Next news written by Jose Antonio Lance. The real reason Venezuela is now accepting crypto for taxes. Reports abound today that the South American nation of Venezuela will soon start to accept crypto from its citizens for tax payments. But the reality is not so straightforward and much more skewed. The Bol Boliv Bolivarian Council of Mayors, a government body that brings together 305 left-wing mayors, and one opposition mayor from the country's 335 municipalities earlier this week signed a document known as the National Agreement on Mun Municipal Tax Harmonization. This legal instrument seeks to optimize the tax system, and Venezuela's state-backed crypto, the Petro, is one of the tools it seeks to use to do so. But in Venezuela, using Petros is not the same as accepting Petros such as for tax payments or, or anything else. In the document, the mayor agrees to use Petro as a unit of account, a pegged unit, a pegged used to calculate fines, fees, or taxes within the country. The Petro will also be used, for example, as a price reference for the value of one square meter of land for real estate tax purposes, but there's no official statement recognizing or even suggesting that the 
that the municipalities will accept the national crypto as a means of payment. Hmm. Ah, sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. Next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. Iran urges citizens to invest in oil. Winklevoss says try Bitcoin instead. Iran is encouraging its citizens to invest their money in the already struggling oil, prompting Bitcoiners to point out the asset's flaws. President of Iran Hassan Rouhani said Wednesday during a televised cabinet meeting in the U.S. dollar and gold are not the places to be investing, but oil and the stock market are. The economy of the OPEC nation Iran has battered, has been battered by coronavirus pandemic, U.S. sanctions, and faltering demand for oil. Oil demands have taken a big hit due to the coronavirus pandemic, the OPEC said in a report today, with the world demanding, demand expected to drop by 9.1 million, million barrels per day this year. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Next and last news, forecast written by Forecast News staff. Crypto prices stable after Bitfinex outrage. Bitfinex was down for five hours Wednesday, taking the exchange offline for most of the North American North American late afternoon and Asian morning trading session. The company CEO Paulo Arduino tweeted that a few customers noticed that the balance issue was causing the value of their portfolio to be improperly displayed. Our Duino said that for the safety of all customers, trading was paused on the platform while the team investigated. Bitfinex is the sixth largest exchange by web traffic factor. According to CoinMarketCap, volume was down 32% due to the outage. Previous Bitfinex exchange. In February 2019, Bitfinex suffered a two-hour outage during the market bull run, angering users that weren't able to capitalize on rising prices. Crypto prices unaffected by Bit, uh, Bitfinex outage. Crypto prices did not appear to be impacted during the outage. Bitcoin was down approximately 0.42% during the period while up 2.38% during the past 24 hours. Ethereum was up 1.3% during the period and 4% during the last 24 hours. Alright, that's it. Crypto, wait, let's see. Bitfinex did not respond for any comments at press time. Okay, so that is it, Cryptonauts. That is our crypto news of the day. With that said, Cryptonauts, make sure you are washing your hands, washing your feet, washing your mouth, washing your face, washing everything, wearing your uh, wearing your mask, and practice social distancing, staying six feet and further away. It's stay quarantined if you can and only go out for essential things. Why? Because COVID-19 is a real thing. It's out there. People are getting sick. And it's sad to see that people are just... Uh, the reality is people, people are passing away. They're... they're they're literally dying. Moms, dads, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Just near, pretty much overnight. I mean, take, take care of yourself. That's that's all I'm trying to tell you. Just take care of yourself. Take a lot of precautions. This stuff is serious. And if you can, buy cryptos and hodl. You can use my, my links below. With that said, make sure you leave some positive feedback, get thumbs up, hearts, and some good comments, or reach out to me on Discord. And with that said, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.